Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. If you have been with us all week, happy Friday. And if not, then I highly recommend that you go back and listen to all of this week's podcast. We are talking about where is God in the broken places. On Monday, we talked about where is God in the broken places. Tuesday, we talked about seeing God in the broken places. Wednesday, it was feeling God. Thursday was hearing from, hearing from God. And today, we are talking about trusting God in the broken places. Because I feel like if we don't trust God in the broken places, then we're not going to be able to see, hear, or feel Him. So, I want to go back to the beginning of Psalm 91. We've been in Psalm 91 all week again. Please, please, please go back and listen to the other podcasts. I pray that they are going to be a tremendous blessing for you in the broken places. And we're going to read through the whole psalm all at once. Um, And then we're going to read and highlight verses 1 and 2. So beginning of verse 1, whoever goes to the Lord for safety, whoever remains under the protection of the Almighty can say to him, you are my defender and protector. You are my God and you I trust. He will keep you safe from all hidden dangers and from all deadly diseases. He will cover you with his wings. You will be safe in his care. His faithfulness will protect and defend you. You will. You need not fear any dangers at night or sudden attacks during the day or the plagues that strike in the dark or the evils that kill in daylight. A thousand may fall dead beside you, 10,000 all around you, but you will not be harmed. You will look and see how the wicked are punished. You have made the Lord your defender, the most high your protector. And so no disaster will strike you. No violence will come near your home. God will put his angels in charge of you to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands to keep you from hurting your feet on the stones. You will trample down lions and snakes, fierce lions and poisonous snakes. God says, I will save those who love me and will protect those who acknowledge me as Lord. When they call to me, I will answer them. When they are in trouble, I will be with them. I will rescue them and honor them. I will reward them with long life. I will save them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, a lot of times while we live our holiest hot mess lives, we find ourselves in broken places. If you didn't hear the beginning of this week, I talked about my personal broken place that I find myself in right now. And it can be completely debilitating. It can make our brains not work the way they're supposed to and it can make our bodies not work the way they're supposed to and if you are in a broken place it's a broken place because you feel broken and a lot of times Satan manipulates us to forget that God is right there with us in the broken place and so I wanted to end the week remembering and being reminded and reminding you all reminding myself that we can trust God in the broken places Recently, I had such a broken place that I got so angry at God that I told him I didn't trust him anymore. I said horrible things to God. It was really rather embarrassing when I reflected on it later. And I apologized. And I'm sure I was the only one who was upset about it because God was probably just laughing at me the whole time. But I I thought of it as like, um, you know when there's like a temper tantruming toddler and they think that they're expressing everything they're feeling or even an adolescent because I feel like adolescents are just you know taller toddlers sometimes um developmentally that's actually quite accurate (laughs) but anyway I feel like sometimes there are times I'll speak for myself in school with my middle school students who I love so dearly there are times where they're just like saying all this stuff and they think they're making such a good point or they think they're telling me all about myself and my perspective and I just stand there and I'm trying not to smirk it's actually been lovely having masks I will say it's one of the blessings of wearing a mask is that I don't have to worry so much about my faces twitching and doing as they're saying the crazy things they say because they think that they are just like telling me 
And I'm dying trying not to laugh because I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you're so ridiculous and I just cannot wait for you to get over yourself. And I feel like that's exactly God's perspective when I'm going in on him. When I'm saying all these crazy things to God, he loves me so much, just like I love those kids, that he's just trying not to laugh. Or maybe he is laughing since I can't see it in the moment. Um, And he's just trying not to laugh because he knows that at some point I'm going to realize how crazy I sound. And at some point... I'm going to realize that he does know better than I do, even though sometimes I question him because I'm a human being with flesh and I get obnoxious, just like adolescents and toddlers can be obnoxious. And so I say that to say, don't be afraid to tell God how you're feeling. God's bigger than our anger. He can handle our anger. But also... Don't ever give up on God because God will never give up on you. I know we hear that all the time, but it is so, so true. And so for me getting so mad to the point where I was like, I don't trust you. I didn't mean like literally I don't trust God. I meant like with this situation, I don't trust you because it's taking longer than I thought I could handle. And so as I feel like I'm cracking and crumbling under the stress of it all, I got really angry with God and I was like, I thought you were going to fix this by now. Like, how long is this going to last? And I feel like there's so many of us that are in a situation like that, that are in a broken place where whether it's physically broken and your body is just under um, illness attack or whether it's a marriage that just feels so broken that you just want to walk away, but God's saying, no, stay, stay, stay. Or whether it's a situation in your job or a situation in your family or a situation with your children, whatever it is. Whatever broken place you find yourself in right now, God is with you in that broken place. So I want us to pause and reflect on when is a time that you knew that the only thing pulling you through a situation was your faith. A time where you just knew that you had to trust God because there was nobody else coming to the rescue. And we'll be right back. When I look back at some of the more chaotic, more broken places of my holiest hot mess life, um, I think about how there were times where things were so bad, I had to trust God or else I was going to literally lose my mind. And I remember, um, I hope this is an example that's going to bless somebody. I, I had, the, I'm not really a cat person but I had two cats who thought they were dogs and they were just so much fun and I loved them so very much and I'm more of a dog person but dogs are a lot more work <laughs> so I had these two cats I've had them since they were kittens they were like my children I just adored them and they adored me too and they both got two different types of cancer and died very suddenly like three months apart and it was not even it was like two less than two months apart and it was so so sad and I was so devastated and I had so many people praying for me and I had a friend say that she thought it was going to take me out like she didn't know how I was ever going to recover from that and she was worried I had one person say that they were worried about my faith um, in the midst of how that all went down and I said I never doubted God in any of that I said I was just so busy clinging to him that I knew he was the only way I was going to get through that there was nothing that was going to get me through that grief but God. Um, and that's not the only time I've lost, I mean, I've lost so many people where I've been in that same exact place as with those two little kittens that I loved. Um, I shouldn't call them kittens because they were 15 when they passed, but, um, it was just, it was just so shocking to me. Like I just knew I was going to have them for like 20 years. I never imagined 
they were going to be gone like that. Um, And so in that grief, I was clinging to God. I was trusting every day. I was trusting that God was moving in the midst of it. And he was. He was showing up in so many different ways and blessing me. Um, But there are times where we are just knocked down and overwhelmed by the broken places in our lives, whether it's rage or Um, whether we're just so sad that we're just incapable of functioning, whether um, it's just a situation is just so wildly out of control or there's just so much sickness in our bodies that we can't even move. Whatever the broken places are, church hurt. Ooh, Holy Spirit. Church hurt. There are so many broken places in church where someone in church has hurt us. Ooh, Lord, my God. It is so hard to trust God in church hurt. But I want to encourage us that we need to recognize that it is an act of Satan. He wants us to stop trusting God. He lies to us. Think about him back in the garden with Adam and Eve. It's the very first example of Satan's manipulation and lying in that he tells Eve, did God really say that? He wants Eve to question what God said so that he can mess her up. And so it's interesting that we know We know that God said to them, God said to Adam and Eve, you're free to eat of any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. So that's what God said to Adam. Eve wasn't even created yet when God said that to Adam. So God said that to Adam, and then Adam obviously said it to Eve, because when when Satan confronts her, um, He says to her, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? And she says, we can eat from, eat fruit from the trees in the garden. But God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that's in the middle of the garden. You must not touch it or you will die. Um, So first of all, God never said don't touch it. And second of all, um, Satan then says you will not certainly die. Like you absolutely won't die, (laughs) which is a lie. It's a lie because that's exactly what happened, right? They ate the fruit and then... God allowed their bodies to decay and die. (laughs) And so we have to recognize that anytime we feel that we're not trusting God, that's from Satan. He wants us to think of God as a liar because Satan is a liar. And so we need to be bold and courageous in the Lord so that we can stand on his promises. Going back to Psalm 91 verses 1 and 2, whoever goes to the Lord for safety, whoever remains under the protection of the Almighty can say to him, you are my defender and protector. You are my God and you I trust. Please, please, please make sure you are in the word of God. Make sure you are praying. Make sure you are listening to praise and worship music. Make sure you have sermons that you are listening to that are pouring into you that are from true Bible-believing preachers. Make sure you are at a Bible-believing church. If you can't physically be in one, find one online. There are so many out there. But you need to surround yourselves with people who are doing exactly what verses 1 and 2 say so that you also are doing it. And when you stumble, when you fall, when Satan has caused so much chaos that you're falling apart in the broken places, you need to have an army of people around you to bring you back to the light of the Lord. And if you are trying to do this on your own, you're never going to be able to do it. God designed us to be in community with other people and to be in community with him. So I want to encourage us on today. In our broken places, God is there. He is with us in the broken places. And when we position ourselves and continue to go back to God, 
and rely on God alone and trust in God alone that we will be able to see and feel and hear him even in our broken places. Even if it's not right there in the moment, it will be in retrospect. And sometimes that's an amazing testimony to give to others. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, thank you for being with us in the broken places, Lord God. Thank you for helping us to trust you, Lord God. Thank you for reminding us of all the times that you've done amazing things on our behalves, Lord God. Lord, I know Satan tries to convince us of the bad times and the moments where it feels like you're nowhere to be found, but Lord, we know that you are always with us. We know that your word has promise after promise after promise of who you are and who you are to us and who we are to you and how you are with us, Lord God. We know that your word says you will never leave us nor forsake us. We know that your word says that you love the entire world so much that you gave Jesus as a living sacrifice, that he would pay for all of our sins so that we could be in right relationship with you, Lord God. Father God, help us. Help us to see you in the broken places. Help us to feel you in the broken places. Help us to hear you in the broken places. Help us, Lord God, to walk by faith and not by sight, Lord God. For we know that you and you alone are trustworthy, Lord God. And we know that you're working things out for your glory and our good, Lord God. Help us to continue to stand on your promises and trust and believe in you and your holy word as we live our holiest hot mess lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I truly, truly pray that this was a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest hot mess life. God bless.